0: want to ditch feature dumping build trust and earn the opportunity to become your prospects trusted guide then say hello to the influential communicator newsletter now listen my friend my intention is clear because with one actionable weekly email keyword actionable my goal is to transform you into a captivating storyteller communicator and presenter so if this is a bit of you then head on down to www.theinfluentialcommunicator.com to register now and by the way if you do sign up know that you'll also receive my free guide on how to craft a punchy and high converting elevator story i'll see you on the other side Welcome to the Influential Communicator Podcast, where my mission is to help B2B salespeople sell more by becoming authentic storytellers and impactful communicators without suppressing who they truly are or their values. I'm your host, Ravi Rajani, and without further wait, let's get into it. I was the kid at school whose mum forced him to wear orthopedic shoes with custom-made insults. But, 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 the moment my flippers stumbled onto the school bus, they'd always be met with a divine pair of black loafers that looked so damn beautiful, man. Yet, they made my feet literally feel like they'd walked on fire at a Tony Robbins event, man. Ugh, The things I did for fashion, the things I did for fashion. I digress, but... Earlier this year, I decided to take a trip to the podiatrist because my insoles needed a glam up, man. And I put my trust in a dude called Ian. Now, Ian is a bald beauty with infectious energy and incredible expertise. And 20 minutes into our conversation, he says something along the lines of, Rav, it's been around five years since I saw you last. What do you do for work now? And I remember I paused in that moment. And I thought to myself, okay, this is an opportunity to do something different. So in that moment, I gave a 13 second response, which in my head, it felt like I'd cast a spell on him, right? I'm being extreme, but my reply definitely caught his attention. It sparked curiosity and it facilitated the opportunity for a meaningful conversation. And I call it my magnetic message or rather the magnetic message. And today what I wanted to do was dissect my framework and give you all of the goods to follow it right so interestingly what i think most people do when they're asked a question so what does your company do or what do you do often results in a long-winded jargon-filled response that doesn't really feel unique memorable or human in one word it's predictable And I really believe that understanding how to craft and deliver your very own magnetic message is the difference between blending in and standing out in a sea of sameness. And I suppose what I'm trying to say is in a world where attention is the modern day currency, we need to learn how to steal it. And by the way, in an ethical and influential way. So in this episode of The Influential Communicator, I want to help you do just that. So let's get into it. So let's take it back to Ian. Now, during our conversation, he mentioned he had two kiddos. Oh, by the way, he also mentioned how the pandemic offered him an incredible opportunity to be a present dad. So when he asked me what I do for work, I wanted to share something that would be relevant and connection focused. So I said something along the lines of this. I said, so you know how parents tell their kids bedtime stories to get them to fall asleep? And he nodded. Well, I teach B2B salespeople how to tell influential stories that inspire their buyers to take action. And he tilted his head, he smiled, and he was filled with interest. And his exact words were, that's a great way of putting it. And a meaningful conversation ensued. In my head, I felt smoother than DiCaprio in The Great Gatsby, right? You, You know what I'm talking about, that scene where he clinks the glass or rather raises a glass and there's fireworks going on in the background well i felt like him okay in that moment i felt like him but the beautiful thing was that personal stories were exchanged an unexplainable connection followed great dude great energy love this vibe and really the idea was simply to create a pattern interruption cut through the noise and spark curiosity through a relatable analogy okay the outcome inspiring someone's thirst for learning more about what you do and how you do it. Now, this can be applied to an entrepreneur. This could be applied to a salesperson. And remember, the response that you give would be tailored to the person you're connecting with. So for example, if I was talking to somebody in a different type of organization, in a different type of role, I would still have used the vehicle of storytelling as a way to solve his or her problem. But the context of who I serve and the outcomes might've been different. Sales kickoff season is coming people. And I love it, man. I love it because it's such an exciting time as a speaker, but for enablement professionals and revenue leaders, well, it can be kind of stressful, you know, and having delivered storytelling, keynotes and workshops for revenue teams like NetSuite, Crunchbase, and AB Tasty, I know it's not just about motivation and inspiration, but also about finding the right speaker who can educate your audience and spark a long lasting shift in behavior. So, hey, if you are thinking about storytelling as a theme for kicking off your new fiscal year, then head on down to www.theravirajani.com forward slash speaking to check out my speaker reel, Take a look at some of my topics and some customer stories to see if there's a fit. And if there is, then you can scroll down to the bottom and book an alignment call with me directly. All right, let's get back to the show. So let's craft your script now. Let's craft your script. So here's an example template for crafting your very own magnetic message. And it begins with, so you know how, and that's when you insert the analogy. Well, I teach, insert the people you help. How to insert method that insert outcome. So don't view this as a formula. Okay, see it as a guide, meaning you aren't tied to the template, make it your own. But I just want you to grasp three principles before I give you an example, okay? Use an analogy that's industry specific or universally relatable, okay? Why I look at those extremes is... If you're very industry-specific, it's going to make them feel seen, heard, and understood because you speak their lingo. If it's universally relatable, it could be applicable to 100 people in a room because they all have experienced that form of behavior in some point of their life. Or they understand the analogy because they're a human being. Do you see what I mean? For example you know, a universally relatable analogy could be something around movies, big companies that everybody shops at, like Amazon. You see what I mean? Versus something industry specific is very targeted and very niche. So I think you either get very specific or you go very broad. In between is a bit of a gray area. I digress. Number two, ensure the link to what your company does is watertight. And when I say the link, I mean this when you say, well, I teach Insert the people you help, how to, insert method, that, insert outcome, right? So just make sure that link, that bridge is watertight. And the final thing is less is more, okay? Less is more because we need to be punchy, succinct, and memorable. So let's walk through another example, okay? I actually created the following example for a group of salespeople and customer success professionals at a tech company in San Francisco who took part in one of my story selling boot camps earlier this year. So for them, it went along the lines of, so you know how blockbusters struggle to innovate, stay ahead of the competition and allowed Netflix to crush them? Well, we prevent product leaders from turning their company into the next blockbuster. So a few things. We picked a universally relatable business analogy. We provided the link in terms of what product leaders do. They need to innovate, right? They need to stay ahead of the competition. And that's what they're designed to do. Otherwise, their company will fall into uh, the category of being the next blockbuster. So, that bridge, that connection is very, very tight. You don't want it to be hard to follow or too vague. And less is more, right? That would be under 13 seconds. If you were timing me, maybe it was 14 or 15, but I think you get my drift, right? Ideally, it would be under 13 seconds. And just like that, all of these revenue professionals were able to deploy their very own magnetic message into their sales conversations. So all I'd say is, remember this, the first time you try this, you will drop the ball. And that's okay, right? This is different. We need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And plus, when it comes down to the delivery, it's not just about what you say, but how you say it. The goal is to be deliberate, slow, and exude confidence. And where does confidence come from? Well, in my opinion, an increase in one's competence. And where does competence come from? Well, a disgusting amount of practice. And I know you don't want to hear that, man, but it's the truth. A disgusting, rather, amount of practice. And here's the key. Here's the key. Here's the key. You need to practice the right behaviors. Otherwise, you'll become very good at the wrong thing. So, here's your action step. Okay. I'm going to give you three phases. Okay. So, priming phase one, training day, phase two, game day, phase three. So, priming, I want you to take the template, make it your own, and practice your delivery. 50 plus times until it sounds like you. You sound conversational, right? That template being, so you know how, insert analogy. Well, I teach, insert the people you help. How to, insert method. That, insert outcome. Now, I used that template roughly to a T. Using my initial example of hanging out with Ian, my podiatrist, but in the example that I gave you, the Blockbuster one for that company that I partnered with, slightly different. So what I'm trying to say is, it's not a formula, it's a guideline. Okay, training day, phase two, is test your magnetic message in your next low stakes scenario. Okay, test it in low stakes or no stakes scenarios before you take it to high stakes scenarios, Meaning. If you're a comedian, you wouldn't suddenly think of a joke, write it down, and go perform it at Madison Square Gardens or Wembley Arena. You wouldn't do that, right? You would test it in low-stakes scenarios to validate it's impactful and then take it to the high-stakes scenarios. It's the same for your magnetic message, okay? And then we get to game day, which is phase three. So when a high-stakes scenario arises, I want you to lean into your practice And go for gold, okay? Go for gold. And I remember, lead with attention and apply context to everything I'm saying. But truth be told, the magnetic message is something I use and I've taught it with success. It's subtle, it's simple, and it's pretty effective. So try it, man. Let me know what you think. And hey, I'll see you in next week's episode of The Influential Communicator. Much love. Peace. I have a question for you, my friend. And that question is, is what would it take to have you subscribe to the Influential Communicator podcast and leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice? Because I tell you what, my friend, my big mission is to help B2B sellers and all listeners of this show sell more by becoming influential storytellers and communicators without without suppressing their personality and disowning their value so hey the more the word gets out about this podcast the more people we can gather on this mission so if you could support me then hey that would be dope and if not that's dope too either way i got love for you all right i'll see you on the other side